Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead of the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to the show. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey with you. It's Monday night. What are we? February 13th. And we're ready to talk with you about a few things centered around the Ole Miss athletic programs. We have Marshall Henderson coming on in a few minutes. We have Carl Lafferty to talk with us about baseball. We'll do all of that on our program today. Were you satisfied with the Super Bowl, fellas? Uh, it was a good game. A good you know, game. and I, I don't normally watch NFL football, but there were so many Mississippians in that game. I said, I'm going to give this one a try, and it, it was good. I'm going to tell you the difference, though. I mean, it, nobody's mentioning it. Andy Reid outcoached the stew out of them in the second he half. He did. He did. Lord, the plays he, he drew up and called. Unbelievable. I believe Patrick Mahomes is a great player, okay? But I believe there are a lot of quarterbacks that could play for Andy Reid and win the Super Bowls. He is a hell of a coach. Hell yeah, he coach. is. And watching Kenneth Gainwell, I can just remember back when Derek Nitz wanted to take him so bad yeah. coming out of Yazoo and he got voted down and just seeing his quickness and the looseness out there and making plays, I just, I, you know, my mind was on Derek. Him probably shaking his head. It's like, I told you so. I should have let me take it, this kid. Uh, but A.J. with an unbelievable catch and a touchdown there for the yeah. Eagles early. Yeah, but your point is that it, it is a great one. They they ran, the Chiefs ran just enough, right, as far as running mm-hmm. the rushing mm-hmm. to football. And then it helped out, and I don't know what kind of, Drugs that Mahomes got for that ankle. <laughs> that he got the shot. <laughs> he took a shot, but it sure. worked, right? Look, it now I picked. I picked KC thirty-four thirty-one. There's a lot of witnesses of that, but let's be honest. For the second week in a row, KC gets the benefit of a huge call. I mean, you know, it felt like that would have been Ole Miss if they were in that position. That's all I could think. I thought it was just a, just a terrible, you know, the guy, terrible to call. He there. admitted that he held, but I'm with you. I think that's one we can let go. Let him kick the field goal. The Eagles get a minute 45 to do something with it. Well, there's two things there. One, the ball was almost thrown out of the end zone, so it was uncatchable even if he hadn't touched Juju Smith or whatever his name is. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing is, the refs had let them play all day. All game. So why why then? I, the game turning I, call. I think that it was, was the just whole it's point right of it. there in front of the guy. Like four yeah. yards in front of him. And he's like, I have to call this one. But they've been in front of him all I, I, game. I, I understand. They were hand checking the whole game. That's what bugged me about it. Yeah. Not that it was I mean, technically he did help. 
you know, he did hold him. Yeah. But they hadn't called it the whole game. Yeah. You can text us also at 662-426-1093. We'll get to some of those a little bit later in the program along with their guests. And we've opened up here thanks to First South Farm Credit, 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture. They're ready to help you through a financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Again, Gary, Yancey, Chuck, our thoughts are going to our boy Gordon. Yep who is uh, out for a little while. We'll get him hopefully back with us very soon. Uh, so our well wishes are with Gordon along the way. Now it's the five things with Yancey brought to us by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham currently runs nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Go ahead. Yeah, first thought is our thought with our co-host oh, Gordon. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the first thought is with our co-host Gordon Ford, who just went through a heart procedure and will be out for a little bit. So far, so good. Get well, big guy. Second thought, I'm still trying to figure out how Ole Miss lost the game to South Carolina <clears throat> Excuse me, Saturday in hoops after being up five points with 68 seconds. I guess it was due, Gary, to only having one basket in the last yeah, six and a half minutes. That's something to do with it, right? What a season. Third thought, it's really nice seeing so many top football prospects in the state of Mississippi for the 24 class. There are a dozen prospects, Chucky, from the set that Ole Miss would take their commitment from right now, and five of them are linemen. I knew you would like that, Chucky. Mm -hmm. With three more are receivers, just what the doctor ordered. We all know that Ole Miss is going to need a lot of linemen and receivers after this year. Fourth thought, if Ole Miss is going to make it back to Omaha this season, these two names will make life much easier for the Rebels. Freshman right-handed pitcher Grayson Sarnier and left-handed pitcher transfer Xavier Ravis. We'll go over more this with Carl in a little bit, but it's those two – if they can do what they're supposed to do, that will allow everybody else to slide into their comfortable roles. And my fifth and last thought, I'm going to make a prediction, guys. Kemp Alderman will break just about every single season Ole Miss record this year. I predict he breaks, breaks the home run record held by Tim Alco last season with 24, and he'll have over, get this, 70 RBIs. You heard it here from us. Hmm. 70? 70. Mm. If he's got over 70, you win a lot of baseball games. Mm. You win a lot of baseball games. That's my prediction for the year. At 25 homers? Yeah. yeah. I know he's, sw he's swinging it well. He's even hitting it off Elliott and more. 411 off of Elliott Saturday. Just walked into the scrimmage. I mean, just sitting down, and there he is up at bat, second string. Bing! I mean, he's just he's hit a home run in every single scrimmage this fall in scrimmage but one. But one. Think about that. We'll bring up some of that stuff with Carl Lafferty at the back of the show next. Marshall Henderson joins us on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Cannon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. 
Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more. Carl Lamperty will join us at about 6.30. We'll talk Ole Miss baseball at the back end of the program. We've got some other news, recruiting news, and whatever else we can get into. Gary Darby here along with Chuck and Yancey, the Ole Miss women's basketball team leading Kentucky 9-2 to early. They're trying to win their 20th game of the year. First time that would happen in back-to-back seasons is 94-95. Nice. I yeah, was got I, them playing. I was riding the bus with Van Chancellor during that time when, <laughs> when, when those things were going on and Ole Miss was finishing in the top four in the league uh, and, and, and winning some games. This guy, our guest now, won some games, made some big shots. He's going to join us now. Marshall Henderson, welcome to the program. Program, dude how you doing what's up guys thanks for having me on <laughs> marshall i know when you just heard that song uh hit the road jack that had to bring back some memories there at the tad smith when they used to play that song <laughs> yeah i was just thinking i was like who fouled out <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me was it <laughs> no, let me ask that, let me ask, I, let me hey, ask. I tell people all the time i'm like hey if you know people may have talked about my defense but i never i was rarely in foul trouble <laughs> <laughs> exactly i think marshall i'm going to know the answer to this i work with the memphis grizzlies a lot and i know what they say about game winning shots or big shots and quietening crowds what was best to you but making shots in front of the home crowd or the one say at nashville at auburn and things like that what was a, a bigger better moment for you definitely on the road um the, it's just so much better when you know the whole crowd is there and you just shut them all up that that i mean there's just no comparing to that you know it's it's nice when you're playing at home and you got the crowd at your back um but you know and you do that and that's all fun but it's just way better on the road uh we had a game my senior year we played at western kentucky 
that it set their attendance record for the arena. I mean, it was packed at the you know an hour and a half before the game, and Jarvis Summers and I both had really good games, and we hit some dagger threes, and it was just deafening in there. And then it was a, quite the scene for us trying to leave the arena. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wanted to get an autograph or a picture, and so luckily we won that game because then no one, everyone was like, all right, yeah, we'll do it, <laughs> instead of trying to get to the bus and get the heck out of town. Marshall, what do you think about old Mrs. New Arena? I guess it's not new, so to speak, but it relatively new. What, what what are your impressions of the arena? Oh, I mean, it's obviously it's the newest, so it's the nicest, and uh, that thing is amazing. I mean, I wish, you know, I wish we could have played in it. I love I love how they set up the student section to you know be right there on the baseline, um, in the sideline surrounding it. I think. You know, that would have been I, – I mean, we were we were pretty good at home. We had a great home crowd in the Tad Pad. Um, but I think it would have been even better having those students right there on the floor, um, being able to heckle players or being right there to be able to, you know, get them, get them, get them pumped up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the pavilion is just – it's so nice just to walk in there every time and see – you know, I wish – I wish they would use it more for concerts you know, they, they say it's a multi-use uh, venue, but, you know, I haven't seen many concerts going on there. So, you know, that's something that I need to get into Oxford. You know, they're finally doing the Morgan Wallen deal. Now, I don't listen to Morgan Wallen, and I'm not going. But, they're <laughs> you know, having either. that concert in the Vought. And, like, I'm like, okay, now we're starting to get somewhere. You know, I'm, I'm from Dallas, and so, like, big city venues, you know, when there's, you know, when it's in the off-season of basketball, they're running, they're running stuff in those venues all year round, and I just think it's something that I wish we would use the pavilion more for. Marshall, I was when I heard you were going to be on this show, I, I did, looked up a few articles that were written about you when you were here at Ole Miss, and a couple of them headlined, Bad Boy of Ole Miss and Most Hated Player in College Basketball. Was that a persona that you kind of relished and, and designed, or did it just happen? Well, I mean – both really i mean it started when i was younger um and everyone like even from like first grade you know growing up i was always the best player and so everyone was trying to beat me and you know all the kids it'd be the championship game in like fourth grade and all the kids from all the other teams would be there and they just want me to lose and uh it got to junior high it got to high school especially in high schools really started to get crazy with student sections and stuff like that and so you know I just kind of, it just kind of happened that way. You know, I kind of the environment I grew up in when I was in Dallas playing in, playing in the hood and as a white guy, you know, you got to really earn your respect and around there. And that's kind of something I had to do, you know, people trying to, you know, I use the word bully, but be physical with me on the basketball court, you know, try and get my head talking trash. And so, you know, I finally figured out ways <laughs> you know, to counteract that. <laughs> and uh, besides, you know, some people always say, let your play do the talking for you. However, I just didn't find that to be true a lot of times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it started early and it just kind of kept her, you know, it just, you know, I th- I mean, I'm glad that it worked out that way because, I mean, I just, it's amazing to me how hard it is to win road games at any level, really. And, you know, to, for me to kind of have that mentality, I was never really, I was never intimidated or scared when we went to Tennessee or we went to Florida and, you know, there's 15,000 people, 12,000 people in there. Um, I was always kind of ready for those moments. And, you know, I, something I kind of tell kids, I'm not, I got out of coaching, but 
you know, I'm still involved with, with younger guys. That's one thing I kind of tell them, you know, especially some of the really good players. I'm like, you got to go. Don't go to these basketball academies where you're playing with 10 other five stars. Stay at your local high school, especially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Stay around, be the best player on your team, and try and figure out ways to win because you're already playing good enough talent. Half the guys around here are going D1 anyways. So I think it's just kind of an art that's getting lost um, if guys – trying to learn how to win, especially in tough environments on the road. And you kind of see it translating in college basketball. Um, I know Arkansas is normally notorious for it. They'll never lose at home, but then they never win on the road, (laughs) you know. And it's like, where does that come from? And so, you know, that's just kind of one of the things that I'm glad that I was able to be good in. Well, Marshall, the the greatest – trash talker ever was larry bird so you know <laughs> he, he backed it up too and so did you on on this current <laughs> team you, you played a lot of sports you played a lot of basketball it, it seems to me you know i've been around it for 50 years i'm, I'm not trying to date myself but that's basically <laughs> what it is um losing seems to be contagious just as just as winning is what's your perspective on that yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is amazing how, you know, you use the word contagious, and it's exactly that. You know, you lose one, two games, turns into three, and it can turn into ten, <laughs> you know, before, <laughs> before a, you know, in a month. And you really don't even know what hits you, especially playing in the SEC. Um, it just doesn't get as easier. But it's on the flip side of that, with winning, is the same thing, is contagious. And, you know, it's, it's always interesting to me, how much of a fine line there is in this smallest room of margin from being a, a bottom feeder or being an SEC champion. Because we saw it with our team, our basketball team. We lost to Mississippi State and knocked us out of the tournament. And, you know, Ole Miss people went to do what Ole Miss people do. Oh, they suck, fire the coach, all that. And we went, <laughs> I remember, you know, and, and this is also a difference of mentality. We showed up, we had one more home game. It was our senior night against Alabama. And we had just broken every attendance record, you know, for, for straight sellouts, sellouts in a season, all this stuff. And then it was just like, then it wasn't a sellout. And our three seniors were Reggie Buckner, Murphy Holloway, and Nick Williams, three of the most winningest guys in program history. And I remember going back into the locker room after warm-ups, and AK walked in and was like, guys, I told you this from the beginning. It's us. It's us in here. We control our own outcome. We control our own destiny. And, you know, that kind of sparked – a little motivation for us to go win the last two games. And, you know, I kind of – that's where, like, with this, with this year's team, obviously we're not winning and the crowd isn't there. And there's, like and, – I mean, you saw, and you saw it with the baseball team. The baseball team went not out of the tournament, barely get in the tournament, and then win national championship. That's what I'm saying, like, how fine that line is. And, like, this team this year, currently we just can't get over the hump. <laughs> just can't yeah. win – just can't win a game at all, you know, and then the crowd support's not there, and then you kind of have those debates, you know, you know, should the crowd be there, and I think the crowd should be there, but at the same time, you kind of, you create your own environment, and so, you know, go win some games and the people will come. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just amazing to me how you can be, you know, one game away from not even making, being in a postseason play, or you can just hit a hit a quick hot streak and then you win the championship <laughs> you know right. and it's, it's just amazing that's it's just it's shocking to see how hard it is to win and I, that's why i'm glad that our team did win because it's very nice 
to be able to walk around and be like, well, we won. <laughs> yeah. Well, Marshall, we thank you for the time. We're out of time here. Maybe we can get you back in a longer time and spend some more with you. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, Marshall. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, brother. Marshall Henderson with us. We'll come back with text and more on the show. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diaberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, good stuff with Marshall Henderson, who joined us there for a few minutes. Gary Chuck Yancey with you. We've got Carl Lafferty coming up in a few. We've got some text messages and more. Guys, I think we could have just, Marshall could have gone on for a while. Oh, yeah. It was good, right? He'd be a great radio There's no personality. Doubt. There's no I doubt. Mean, I, I don't know why he doesn't do that sometime in the future. We'll catch up with him, hopefully, again. From a text message world, it is uh, at 662-426-1093. The first one comes in from the state of Florida. Any news on Ole Miss and their intent to hire a new basketball coach? And what's the possibility of Will Wade being pursued? Well, it's a little premature, but obviously, uh, you know, the names are circulating already, and Will Wade is one of them. But my understanding is Wade's NCAA issues – will not even be settled till summer. So even if there is a change, 
which is most likely, it seems like. Uh, you know, would he be a viable candidate if his NCAA issues aren't even decided yet? We've seen it in the past, uh, getting to the college that hired a coach while they were waiting on the show calls there. Obviously, Auburn hired um, their Bruce coach Pearl. there, Bruce, while he was still on the show calls after those decisions had been handed. So, this, you know, the president's is that it has happened before, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not ideally, Chuck. No. And, you know, you've heard Chris Beard, the guy that's uh, fired at Texas for alleged uh, domestic violence with his girlfriend, that she's now uh, retracted that, uh, which, you know, who, who knows? Uh, then you hear names like Dusty May and mm-hmm. and Richie and Odom out at Utah State. And, you know, who, who knows? I mean, Keith, Keith Carter's not tipping his hand. Um, but I'm sure he's done a lot of background work and has vetted a lot of people uh, in case what happens is the inevitable, it looks like. And I hate it. I hate it for Kermit, but it just hadn't too. worked. Hadn't worked. And I feel in good hands with uh, Keith. I mean, who who better could you get to lead the direction, make those decisions, and try to find the best fit for Ole Miss? I mean, this is Ole Miss basketball. So he's very well connected, and I think he'll make a decision on, on whatever it will be. Our texts are brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. The other question that comes in is about the running back coaching situation at Ole Miss. What are you hearing about that? Well, obviously, Markel back will left. Um, I've heard a guy named Samples. Uh, one insider told me, "Don't be shocked if if Kevin Smith isn't rehired." But I, I, you know, it's too early to to know. And you said you got a text from a friend of yours that Enrique Davis yeah. has been Enrique. Hired. His name he is surfaces, in but Enrique is an analyst right now, so that that seemed here, so it would seem uh, highly unlikely to me. Well, I mean, I just think that Kevin makes the best sense to me. He's been with him his whole career, goes to Miami. Miami just doesn't do too well last year. You know, another season That's like that. That's his home, Chris, though. It is. Yeah. But Chris Ball has another bad season. He could be gone. And yeah. now he's not – he doesn't have the chips on this side of the table. So, well, I don't know. It makes sense to me from a comfort standpoint, but we'll see. Well, and, and we got to remember now, Kevin was the one that recruited Quinshawn Judkins and had a big hand in, in recruiting Zach Evans. So, <laughs> you know. That's, that's yeah. two pretty good ones. Two, yeah. Two, <laughs> fa- two fair football players. Well, we all know what kind of coach Kevin is and what kind of recruiter he is. Uh, but Blackwell was a good one now. I, I really yeah, liked him. I, I liked the job he was doing. That's not one of those, like, where Jake goes to Auburn and you're like, okay, you know, he might would have been, uh, wink, wink, you know, do whatever you want to do. Uh, made no bones about it. Blackwell uh, was highly thought of on the staff. And, you know, that's going to be a big uh, pick up whoever they do to fill those shoes because he was doing a really, really good job. And for those of you that are texting in about the baseball team, Carl Lafferty comes up in the next segment. We'll let him answer some of that kind of question, you know, and things of that nature when we get him on there. So now it's time for our injury report. Do we have anything? Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine? Yeah, my daughter fell and <laughs> broke her ankle, and, and uh, she had to is have surgery tr- last true? week. Huh? Is this true? Yeah, well, she I'm did. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know what happens when you get on skates. And well, like... and 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 uh, 
you know, the reason that's significant to Rebel Sports is that she's the caterer for, for most Rebel <laughs> athletic activities. So, you know, but she's got a great staff, so no problem. Well, Chuck, we still have the same injuries, right? Um, the offensive lineman had injured his shoulder. Yeah, Jeremy, back. Jeremy yep. James. Yep. Had the, um Michael Pettis. Michael Pettis is coming back yeah. along nicely. He's not. He he is going to get through spring drills, correct? Uh, I'm not sure. Not, not, sure, not sure on, on Pettis. That. Jeremy's okay. not for sure. Not sure on Pettis. What about Bentley? What what is Bentley's his, okay? His he, wrist, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, to me, that is really a big focal point this spring. They've so. got to have a viable backup. And right now, who's on campus? Who is behind Bentley? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm asking you. you got the kid from Jackson Prep. Yeah. Um, that people at Jackson Prep say he's yeah. An- I mean, another. I saw Jerry him a lot. I saw him a lot. What's the kid's name? I forget his name. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I senior moment. Yeah, but he's uh, you don't he's have any viable, but You're not a senior. Well, I'm getting there. Just turned fifty, but uh, yeah, I, you know, but. They need more candidates. Yeah. That's why I said that during this spring, this next window in the portal, there'll be some good running backs. And maybe not a starter. Ole Miss doesn't need a starter, but they need some guys that can get some carries. And I think that's a big selling point. So, well, hey, they, you got a, you got a chance. You saw what Evans did with, with Quinshawn last year. You've got that chance to be that guy. Now Evans is hopefully top three round pick. So that's a big selling point. Well, I think, I think Riscano's going to come in here. I do too. But too. Look, I think he's being overlooked a little bit in that Yeah, rotation. but running backs are always getting hurt. Yeah. Oh, you I need know. more than two or three. I, I know. promise you that. It's, it's like you can never have enough pitching, and we're going to talk with this guy, Carl yep. Lafferty, next about pitching and more with Ole Miss baseball. Well, speaking of that, yeah, Josh Mallett is out, Tommy John, so that's uh, that's not good. Ugh, makes me sick just thinking about that. Riley Maddox still in back. He had Tommy John last year. Yep. So that's two pretty good young arms that aren't going to be on the staff this year. Big arms. You can check Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine out. Their website is OxfordOrtho.com. Back with Laugh next. I like coconuts. You can break them open and they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. 
motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, a good show halfway done and time for the second half of the program. Gary, Chuck, Yancey hanging out with you on a Monday night. And the second half of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Carl Lafferty's been serving us since about 1929, also at Ole Miss, uh, doing lots of different things along the way. Laugh, how are you? I'm, I'm good, fellas. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. And, and we all know you haven't been around as long as I have, so it's okay. No, you, you've got me by a couple years. Hey, you were here my freshman year, so uh, I think uh, I think I'm in good shape. That's right, Carl. We were getting to believe you didn't love us anymore. You, we've had Clement on here about six times, and you hadn't been on yet. Uh, I think you guys the wrong way. Y'all haven't asked, man. Y'all are all about the offense. Eh? All they care about is the big hits, isn't it? That's, that's right, man. Mike Clement teaches the home run better than any coach in America. Let's get him on the show and let's let's talk about the offense. Well, Carl, uh, we know we know what turned it around last year, and that was really solidifying that starting rotation, solidifying the closer spot there. Um, you lose the guy that you know was kind of penciled in. Uh, in sand, so to speak, there in Mallets, and I know that hurts. But um, is JFD? Have y'all kind of decided on that? Is he going to get that closer role now? Well, I think you know that's kind of the the dilemma that we've got, and that we're still talking about internally in the office. And and the good thing is with uh, with Doherty, he's absolutely pitched good enough to be a, a weekend starter. Um, I mean, he's been really terrific, you know, in, in that regard. But He's also a guy that could come in and, you know, if you put him in in the seventh inning, you just have the feeling like, hey, the game's going to be over. Um, so there's still some stuff going on because, uh, you know, we've got some talented newcomers that we think could, uh, you know, fit some starting roles. 
but the, the thing that we talk about as a staff is, is okay, what's the best way to configure this pitching staff to win weekends? You know, what is the best formula to put it together so when we get through on Sunday that, hey, we won two out of three or that, that we swept. And so I think that's the challenging thing for us is because, you know, when you have a lot of, uh, a lot of new faces, while they're talented, you know, you, you don't know that it's not a track record, so to speak, with them where you go, okay, I know what this guy looks like, you know, out there in the fire. And so that's, that's going to be the interesting thing for us the first weekend is, is trying to, you know, figure out that roles. And, and the goal is always by the time we get to conference to have that figured out. Um, hey. To really, you know, feel good about it. So they're still a little bit up in the air, but, you know, Jack, Jack could do both right now. Carl, before we get into too much on, on uh, your, your prospects and who might pitch, who might not, um, what is the deal? It seems like an awful lot of Tommy John injuries, not just on our staff, but I noticed where Arkansas had one of their aces. LSU lost one of their aces here recently, maybe even today. What, what do you think's going on with these young arms? Travel ball. Well, well I didn't know about uh, LSU's. I'd, I'd heard about the kid at Arkansas. Um, I just think it's this. One, you know, throwing a baseball is, is not a natural motion for the human body. It's just not. And so now you're building human beings that are bigger, stronger, faster, you know, throwing at higher velocities, creating, you know, more force. Um, it's just a, it's just the way of the world. And so now you're having the, the, the byproduct of that is, you know, there's guys that are blowing out. I, d- I don't think, I think that baseball is starting to get a hold of it at the youth level, and I and I don't see anything at the collegiate level um, in in gosh any type of uh, recent memory where I think there was you know out and out abuse or guys are you know being overthrown or or anything crazy like that. I just think that I mean you've got you know bigger, stronger human beings, and that's just a part of the game. It's it's almost I don't want to compare it to you know why do you see you know ACL injuries and in, football i mean because obviously you're getting hit but the thing with with baseball and with pitching that's just i think that's going to be here and in here to stay uh now now certainly there's some steps you can put in place to try to prevent it but i just don't see any way uh any way around it grant taylor from lsu was the name that uh uh, tore the the ucl he's got trouble with the ucl and that came out uh, not long ago. So with that, how do you handle the pitching staff this week leading into Friday, Saturday, Sunday to kind of have them as fresh as possible when the weekend gets here? Well, I think, uh, you know, the thing that I went through today is just talking to guys because the goal is, hey, man, I need you to feel good by Friday. You know, if you have a potential to be in one of those starting spots, like, one, we want to get work in where we have feel for the mound. But, you know, obviously, you know, we had six guys, you know, that we were stretching out over the weekend to you know get their volume up. Uh, to build them up as starters, um, and now, hey, how do you feel? What do we need to do to get ready? And and part of it, like especially when you talk about a Hunter Elliott or a Jack Doherty or you know even Mason Nichols, you know guys that are doing it for the you know the second time, you know those guys have some feel for themselves and they know what's coming at them, uh, and they they know what they need to do to feel ready. And so that's my deal is I just go okay, what if you know what in this particular outing or this particular pin have we not be good have not we not been good with let's try to you know really factor that into the the work we're going to have this week but but manage the volume and intensity so we feel fresh you know when the weekend gets here hey carl gun to the head who are your weekend starters right now this very day 
Uh, I think there's there's still a, a I think it's there's four guys uh, in my brain um, that are in contention for it. Obviously, Hunter Elliott, Jack Doherty, you know, Grayson Sanye, and Xavier Rivas. I think are are four guys that can all go out there and do it. Uh, and to be honest with you, I watched uh, you know Sam Tacoyan throw five innings on Sunday, and, and he looked tremendous. Um, so I think the 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 big thing for for Mike and and for me and you know our staff is to figure out okay what's the best order to put these guys in so we can go out and win. So uh, I don't know uh, to be honest with you we haven't you know absolutely decided on anything yet. I think it's still some stuff that coaches mulling over and thinking about and you know seeing how guys feel and going through it and we'll land on the next probably 24 48 hours you know somewhere around in there um but there's still a little bit you know to be decided coach i about had a small heart attack when i saw last night that grayson has some tightness in his tricep which is an unusual um usually it's in the biceps or you know forearms things like that talk a little bit more about his injury uh you know it's something that again you're always uh concerned with the pitcher when it's anything arm related but uh, what I mean by that, when I say that I wasn't, you know, too terribly concerned, it wasn't anything that, uh, Grayson threw, uh, you know, threw a pitch and, ow, felt, you know, didn't feel good. Uh, I think it's just some, some simple muscle soreness that he really felt a couple of days after his pin. And, and, uh, also, you know, Grayson's had some, uh, some, some stuff internally, you know, family wise that he's been, you know, dealing with. So he, you know, had to, to leave practice. So I, I fully expect him. Um, to be good this weekend. I, I, you know, it's again, we're going to do whatever we need to do to make sure he feels good, uh, and he's ready to go. But I, I would fully expect him to be pitching this weekend. You know, again, on, on the spectrum of injuries and things like that, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I again, I don't want to say too much, uh, because we always are concerned when any of our guys have a, you know, a little bit of stuff going on, but it wasn't something like, you know, from a, a pitching standpoint that alarmed me too much. You know, Carl, one thing we learned last year is that pitching rotation very fluid. Uh, mm-hmm. But you said earlier that you had several good young arms. Could you go over some of those guys that, that have kind of uh, made you turn your head a little bit and go, okay? Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, obviously, Sonia, who we talked about, uh, you know, Tukoyan. Who I mentioned, who I, I think has a, a tremendous amount of upside, uh, and then even uh, well, Chikoyan again. I mean, he was ninety-one, ninety-four with a with a really good fastball and a good slider, and navigated five innings very efficiently um, on Sunday. Uh, who's a guy that I'm I'm really excited about, and then another one is JT Quinn. JT Quinn could absolutely start. Um, it's really big stuff. I mean, he can run his fastball up to 97, even 98. Uh, and it is a, a really, really tough slider at, you know, 87 to 89. And so he's one to be excited about that, you know, I, I have a feeling that we'll see all those guys this coming weekend. What about, uh, Sonia as, as far as his velo? Uh, I think you're going to see him work. I mean, there's, there's times with those guys as starters, they may bump some, higher velocities but i think you know grayson's going to work 90 to 94 you know he may touch a 96 uh but it's a four pitch mix uh it's a good slider it's a good curveball it's a good change up and you know he has good feel for all of them and that's just 
that just makes him tough. You know, when you when you look up and you can really change speeds, you have, you know, different pitches that can handle right-handers and left-handers, and you can command them. Man, that, that makes you tough. Coach, uh, you know, I said in one of my five thoughts that two of the guys that would make life easier for the pitching staff and Ole Miss in general were Grayson and then Xavier uh, Ravis, tell me a little bit about more about him, what his strengths are, what you expect from him on the mound. Uh, you know, Revis is a, a big-time competitor. Obviously, he's been playing, you know, college baseball for the last couple of years. So he has, you know, he's older, has some experience there, but he has a really good breaking ball. Um, if you looked at the way that performed all fall and even early this spring, man, it's a tough pitch for guys to square up and, and gets a lot of whiffs. So, uh, why is fastball, you know, it's 88, 92, uh, has a decent life. Um, you know, he's a real competitor on the mound, man. His, his, he throws two different breaking balls, a slider and a curveball, but, you know, his slider can be really, really tough on rights and lefts. What do you tell the guys when they're throwing to Kemp Alderman in these inner squads? <laughs> uh, man, that, that dude's a freak. Uh, like, you know, uh, in, in typical Hunter Elliott fashion, Hunter threw the ball really well uh, this past Friday in inner squads. I think he, you know, punched out 10 in four innings. Um, but lo and behold, you know, Kemp Alderman uh, got to a two-strike fastball at the top of the zone, which, you know, Hunter's fastball is pretty unique. And for someone to, to get up there and then – hit it 110 miles an hour, through a north wind, out of left field, that just tells you what Kemp Alderman is. Uh, he's different. Um, he's, he's done a really good job. I mean, obviously you've seen the power and the strength you know, since he's been here, but he has done a really good job of understanding how to take it at bat, how to stay on pitches, and uh, obviously expecting a lot of great things out of Kemp this year. Coach, if there's one depth issue that I see on the team, possibly it's Derek Catcher because you have an injury there with the freshman Will Platner. Of course, Kemp can play there. As we know, I grew up seeing him as a kid. He played catcher as a young man. But is there any concern there at the catcher position? Well, I think anytime you talk about catchers and shortstops and center fielders, it's kind of like uh, pitching. Those, those positions, you never feel like you have too many of them. Um, but the one thing that I've been excited about, I mean, Calvin Harris has done a, a tremendous job, and I think he's as good as any catcher in the country. Uh, but the, the guy that I've been really excited about you know, is Kemp Alderman. Um, you look up, and he's caught every inter-squad game, usually six innings plus. He is throwing the ball better. Man, he's doing a good job of receiving. Uh, he's worked on his blocking. He's, t- I mean, he's a tough, tough kid, and I have every confidence in the world. In fact, I'll tell you guys this. I mean, don't get me in trouble with Mike, but you're gonna, you guys are gonna see Kemp catch. Like, you're gonna see him go out there and, you know, again, catch in the midweek and have a, a lot of opportunities to get behind the plate. It's not something that's just a, oh no, if, you know, all else fails or an emergency situation. Like, Kemp's gonna catch for us this year. Carl, you know, as we all know, these midweek games are, are pretty important, too, for your RPI and all that stuff of seeding. Who are some of your arms that you're looking at for midweek duty that you think could settle in? Uh, we've been hearing that uh, Mitch Morrell has had a good uh, fall camp and spring camp. Is that is that true? Uh, Mitch Morrell's been outstanding. Uh, he Now, I, I don't really see Mitch as a starter. 
I think he he profiles more as a reliever, but I I mean uh, I think Mitch is you know one of those guys that you just feel like could really take a step forward as far as you know where he's been in his career here at Ole Miss. Um, more specifically about you know possible midweek starters, I think JT Quinn, I think Sam Tacoyan, I think those two guys are absolutely you know great candidates to get out there and start in the midweek and. Odds are you'll probably see one of those two guys on Tuesday, just depending on how the the weekend goes and and how much they're used, you know, in a relief role. Coach, how long has it been since Ole Miss has gone lefty, righty, lefty on the starting rotation there with uh, Elliott on you know Friday and then Grayson Saturday and then Xavier on Sunday? And what kind of advantages does that give you? Well, if that's what we decide to do, man, that uh, that. It would be the it'd be the first time in a while, um, you know. I think Coach always uh, he gets on me. It's like you know, we don't have a whole lot of, of left-handed pitching. And I, I remind him, I said, well, the, the ones that we do have are pretty daggum good. Isn't that uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know, if, if we do end up trying to do something like that, I mean, obviously that's different than, than what we've done, you know, in, in years past. But um, like I said, you know, fellas, and this is being genuine and being honest with you. What what exactly we're going to do right now? I I just don't know. I, I think it's a it's a good problem to have when you feel confident about those four guys, you know, being weekend starters. It's just you know trying to figure out how we want to line it up the the first weekend. But um, I, I've been pleased. You know, I, I think that with the freshman, uh, you mentioned Mitch Morrell. He is a guy that I have been really really pleased with. That I have seen make strides over the the fall and spring that I think has has a chance to really really help us so um you know those guys and you know other freshmen like uh you know uh Jordan Vera who's stone well this spring you know that's a that's a kid that I think we'll see him and uh I'm excited you know to, to watch him out there in uh in a real game with uh you know the guys in the other uniforms Carl, we thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you out at the ballpark this weekend. Hi, Toddy, Carl. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Carl. Brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement. They have offices in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge, 1-877-327-3735. Back with more. Oh, yeah. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, we've got a few minutes left to go to do this. I'm going to do the SEC news. Then we got Red and Blue Chips recruiting. Yancey's going to throw that at you, the good, bad, and ugly with Chuck. As we get the SEC news brought to you by Van Adkins Jewelers. And, of course, Valentine's Day is uh, tomorrow, uh, so Van Adkins guarantees that satisfaction. Uh, they have the value for the money, and as Chuck always says there, you know, she's worth it. So the conference announced $721.8 million in total mm. revenue divided among the 14 teams. It all breaks down at the end of $49.9 million per school, which is down a little bit this year. They expect that, obviously, to go back up. Right at $50 mil per team. That ain't bad. I guess I could live off that. Could you? I don't know. I don't know if Yancey could, because he's got, he's got some $800 shoes on that look like they're <laughs> Fancy cars, like, fancy shoes. What's your sketcher flip-flop? Don't knock sketchers, man. <laughs> the poor boys on this side of the table are wearing them. 
that's why though that TV, I mean, look, it brings in more than attendance does. Fans in the stands. That's right. That's why all the fans and so much is written about attendance. But when they're making that kind of TV money, does it really matter? Red, they don't care about the fans. <laughs> they don't. Red and Blue Chips recruiting are brought to you by the Grove Collective. We just heard a message from them, and they help out with the NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss sports athletes. Check them out today. What you got? Yeah, Grove, you're going to be busy this year in the state of Mississippi. Last year, uh, Ole Miss had four committable offers in the state of Mississippi. This year, they already have 12. This is a very deep class. Going to be a lot more border wars uh, between Ole Miss and state this year, so recruiting should be fun again. Let's start off with those 12. Wide receiver Braylon Burnside out of Starkville. Wide receiver Noel White out of Ocean Springs. Wide receiver Jeremy Scott out of Jackson, Mississippi, out of Callaway. Wide receiver J.J. Harrell right down the road at Sardis. Four receivers out of this group. Offensive line Isaiah Autry offense out of Fulton. Offensive line Jimothy uh, Lewis out of Madison. Then we get to the defensive lineman. Defensive lineman Jamate Waller out of Picayune. Defensive lineman Camarion Franklin out of Lake Cormont, who's obviously the number one player in Mississippi, will be a future five-star. Defensive lineman Jeremy uh, Jeffrey Rush out of Pasigula. The coast has been very friendly to Ole Miss lately. Uh, running back Chris Davis out of Picayune. Notice they have two players out of this 12. Linebacker Fred Clark out of Winona and linebacker Daniel Hill out of Meridian. So some really big position of needs. Wide receiver after this year. Offensive line after this year. Defensive line after this year. I have several leaving. And linebacker. That seems like the same story every year. All right, play some music. Chuck's got the good, the bad, and the ugly presented by Big Delta Power Sports, 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Well, the good, thank goodness, baseball's almost here. The Rebels open Friday with a three-game weekend set against Delaware with the normal buzz when discussing Rebel baseball. High expectations. We've grown to expect big things of the defending national champions. In the last four years, the Rebels were one game from Omaha in 2019. 16 and 1 and number 2 in the country for the COVID year of 2020 for it got cut short. One game from Omaha without one of their aces injured Gunnar Hoagland in 2021 and after reaching the promised land of Omaha in 2022 winners of the national title. It don't get no gooder than that, boys. No doubt. Uh, as my 3-year-old granddaughter says, gooder. Uh, good to have baseball back. The bad, well, my mama always told me if you couldn't say something nice about someone or something, to just keep it to myself. My dad was a bit more demonstrative. He used to say, just shut your trap. So when it comes to Ole Miss men's basketball, let's just say nothing except this. Coach Kermit Davis proclaims he still believes there's time for a turnaround, but the signs just aren't favorable, guys. In sports, there are teams that find a way to win, know how to win, and get it done. And then there are teams that find a way to lose, don't know how to win, and don't get it done. I'll let you guess which one this year's Rebels are. Last thing, there's a text message. we got about a minute and a half or so to do. Are there still plans to redo the home side of the football stadium? Yeah, but they're put on hold because uh, Ole Miss Athletics is trying to learn how to navigate this NIL environment. And uh, they are fixing up. The Manning Center, they're putting $40 million into that. I think they're putting another 25 into the baseball stadium. So, And they're doing some other various and sundry things in athletics. So I think the big-ticket item 
that stadium is going to be put on hold for now. But, yeah, it's it's just on the back burner. It's not out of the picture. Chuck, Gary, I predict just under 33,000 for attendance this weekend. Huge crowds. I cannot wait. If it's pretty. Oh, they're going to be there regardless, Chuck. <laughs> Wasn't it crazy to see the students out and doing what they do, uh, set out through a thunderstorm yeah. early in the week? Yeah. yeah. They could put 20,000 a game this year if, they did, if there were seats for it. Good stuff. We want to thank Marshall Henderson and Carl Lafferty for being on the show. Gary, Yance, Chuck, done for another week. We'll come back and do this again next Monday. So long. Get well, Gordon.